1: Hey, Brain Stuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. The author of today's episode, Dave Ruse, has a buddy named Mark. Mark lives in Chicago and loved his 1999 Honda Civic hatchback. Thieves loved it too. Apparently, a late 90s Civic is worth far more than its Blue Book value in parts alone. Multiple people have pulled up next to him at stoplights and offered to buy the hatchback on the spot. Maybe he should have taken them up on the offer. The first time his Civic was stolen, the cops quickly recovered it a few blocks away. The second time, Mark wasn't so lucky. He went out to search for the car himself and found it about a mile from his apartment under an overpass, stripped of its engine and missing the entire front paneling. Now Mark takes the train. Mark's Civic didn't have a car alarm because, like most of us, he assumed that alarms were a waste of money. If you live in a big city, falsely triggered car alarms are as common as pigeons and just as annoying a blaring car alarm in Chicago barely raises an eyebrow. There's even a name for it, alarm fatigue. But does our collective disdain for car alarms mean that they aren't effective? We spoke with Chris McGoey, a security consultant of 33 years and host of the podcast Crime School. He admits that we all have alarm fatigue to some degree, but thinks that alarms still have their place. He said, car thieves will tell you they don't like the noise. They don't like the attention that it draws but it depends on the quality of the car thief. If it's just an amateur car thief, the alarm goes off, they're gone. To that extent, they work. Professional car thieves, on the other hand, don't even worry about alarms. McGowey says the pros can either disable the alarm quickly or use a number of tactics, including dummy sets of keys and tow trucks, to circumvent the alarm system altogether. According to Interpol, the international law enforcement organization, Car thefts worldwide can be divided into two distinct categories. Widely available older cars, that's quantity, and higher-end and luxury cars, that's quality. Mark's 99 Civic fits squarely in the quantity category, the type of car that's irresistible to young street-level car thieves. Parts for older, widely available cars are in high demand. Plus, most cars built before the year 2000 can still be hotwired. wired said, The old cars are a piece of cake. In modern cars, all the keys have a chip built into them. That chip has to be married up to the ignition. You can't go in there and break off the steering wheel column like you would in the old days. The car won't start. If low-level car thieves are more likely to be spooked by car alarms, then it's worth figuring out if your car is attractive to low-level car thieves. First, check if your car is one of the 10 most stolen in America. That's a sure sign you're in the quantity category. According to LoJack's 2016 Vehicle Theft Recovery Report, the most stolen makes and models are the Honda Civic and Accord, the Toyota Camry and Corolla, the Chevy Tahoe and Silverado, the Nissan Altima, the Cadillac Escalade, the Ford F-250, and the Acura Integra. Again, older model years are the easiest to swipe and have the highest demand for parts. Magoey's rule of thumb is, quote, look at the most popular cars today. They'll be the most stolen cars in the country 10 years from now. Another hugely important factor is where you live. According to statistics from the FBI and the National Insurance Crime Bureau, big cities routinely have the highest total number of car thefts, but that's because there are lots of cars in big cities. A more useful statistic is car thefts per capita. In that category, California is king. California is home to eight of the 10 metropolitan areas with the most cars stolen per person. In 2015, Los Angeles held the title for the most cars stolen nationwide, 52,559. But the smaller Central Valley cities of Modesto, Bakersfield, and Salinas had far greater theft rates per capita. Another, perhaps unexpected, capital of car theft is Albuquerque, New Mexico, number two in the country for stolen cars per resident. There might be a simple explanation for this geographical clustering of theft rates. According to a 2012 report from the Department of Justice, one-third of all cars stolen in the U.S. were stolen from four states, California, Arizona, New Mexico, and Texas. That's because there's a lucrative trade in stolen cars and parts directly into Mexico. Although the smuggling rings are operated by large criminal organizations, the report concluded that the cars themselves are mostly stolen by juveniles. So, if you drive a popular car that's more than a decade old and you live within a few hours' drive of the border, it's probably worth investing in a highly visible alarm system. The flashy decals alone might be enough to deter a thief scanning the aisles in the mall parking lot. But if a car alarm does go off near you, you shouldn't go investigate. Unless you're law enforcement or security personnel, it's their job to investigate alarms, not bystanders. Fortunately, a car owner doesn't necessarily have to be an earshot to learn that their car is being broken into, or at least approached. Many companies' latest security systems include instant notifications sent to the owner's smartphone or keys. Today's episode was written by Dave Ruse and produced by Tyler Klang. For more on this and lots of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app.